Hello and welcome back to Dr. Quackers and today we're reviewing Ready Player One. Still a little bit under the weather so my voice still sounds funny that's why. If fan service was a movie this would be it. A story about a video game that has all of your favorite pop culture shit in it. That's pretty much it. I will say this I've read the book and I do like the book. I have not read Ready Player Two. I own it but I haven't gotten to it yet. Unfortunately, the movie is not as good as the book, which is kind of weird because Ernest Klein helped write the book. I mean, he did write the book and helped write the movie. So, yeah, it's kind of weird how much the movie is super different from the book when the guy that wrote the book is one of the two writers for the movie. How did it change so much? I understand why they would change, you know, some of the pop culture stuff in it because in the book it's a lot older stuff in terms of like nerddom so only really a certain section of the audience would really get it i mean i would get a lot of it but to be fair i'm i'm not necessarily part of the 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 pop <laughs> the the large majority of people my age that would understand that side of pop culture uh, that, that would have to do for my parents my parents were like no, you're gonna you're gonna watch what I watched as a kid. So I understand why they would make things more updated, like you know, using more modern, more popular characters and levels and stuff like that for the challenges. But it's still super, super different. Like even the characters, like the character in the book. Um, I'll just call him Parzival because that's what it, it, he's got two names. But I know his name's Wade Watts, but I'm gonna call him Parzival because I like that name more. <laughs> so Parzival is a teenager, and he goes to high school through, and he part of the Oasis is you need to have coin and money to go out to the other places, and because he was poor, he couldn't get outside of the the free area. So yeah. They really kind of ruined that part where it's like, no, like he was able to figure it out. He was just like, everyone, everyone knows where to go. Here's the first thing. Y'all got to do a big race. It's just little stuff like that where I'm like, you're kind of making the character seem less intelligent by dumbing down holidays, holidays, challenges in the hunt for the Easter egg. If everyone just knows where to get the first key from. I don't know, because I'm like, if everyone knows, you're telling me no one ever accidentally drove in reverse to, to figure out that, no, you're actually supposed to drive in reverse? So it's stuff like that where I'm like, okay. This movie was also directed by Steven Spielberg, which is quite disappointing. This movie feels more like a J.J. Abrams movie, because in my opinion, and probably most people's opinion, especially since he was such an inspirational for him, J.J. Abrams is kind of like, the Walmart brand Steven Spielberg comparatively he tries to be the, he, he, his heavy inspiration was Steven Spielberg so the way he shoots and does things it, it is similar but I would have thought this was JJ not Steven I liked the movie the first time I saw it I'm not gonna lie but I've liked it less and less each time I've watched it and I wasn't like oh my god this movie's great or like oh this movie's like one of the best movies ever when I first watched it but I was like I liked it it was interesting, but the, I read the book after I watched the movie, and I was like, oh, this is a lot better. <laughs> so, 
yeah that's kind of what made me go like oh and then each time i watched it because a lot of the crutches for this movie is pop culture the whole crutch in this movie is the audience going oh look it's that thing i like now i don't hate all fan service don't get me wrong i liked luke and the mandalorian season two i like the lego movie i enjoy lego batman when it's done right i don't mind it but this doesn't do anything with it besides putting it in the movie even the music they just use popular music even when it doesn't fit the scene there's a scene where wade is going back to the archives to figure out more stuff about halliday and they just start playing a george michael song and i'm like why the only time where they use like a really popular song where i guess it kind of fit the scene is at the end when they're we're, we're not gonna take it plays when you know the players of the game are fighting ioi for like the final battle for the third key so i'm like okay but why just just use just like i'll give you an example you can use popular songs or using like pop culture songs for your movies and it doesn't come across this way i mean james gunn does it in almost every property he does guardians of the galaxy both the films the suicide squad peacemaker like they all use popular music but it's all done well and it fits whatever it's doing it, it, it he uses it to accentuate the tone and they don't do that with this movie which kind of bugs me well i shouldn't say kind of but it does bug me the cast consisting of ty sheridan olivia cook mark lyons ben mendelson win moriyasaki tj miller Lene Waith, Philip Zhao, Simon Pegg, and Hannah John Kamen. They make a lot of dumb jokes in this movie. They have H and IROC make a lot of them, just like the, oh, well, you had time to stuff for the something about Mary hairdo, or like the carpal tunnel joke IROC makes. It's just not that funny. It's like, oh, ha, like, I don't know. They make just dumb, like, dumb pop culture and gamer jokes, and I'm like, this is, this is dumb. Like, they use... I also hate the typical nerd buzzwords. Like, they're like, oh, I know a fanboy knows when he sees a hater. Or, like, oh, that's such a total noob move. It's stuff like that where I'm like, can we can we just take these out of the script? They're fucking... They never age well because no one uses those terms anymore. No one. No one uses those terms anymore. That's what really dates this movie already. And this movie's not even that old. It's only four years old. And it's already dated by its terminology. Now, everyone does a passable job. I don't think anyone does a bad job. Um, yeah, my favorite is definitely uh, Ben Mendelsohn. Uh, Sohn, I hope I pronounced that right. But um, he, he, he's mostly known for playing director critic in Rogue One. I like him. He's been a lot of villains and a lot of stuff lately. So I like him. I think he did the best job. Because uh, he's definitely the best actor in this movie besides Simon Pegg. So yeah. The part they capture well is the gatekeeping people do in the nerd world. Now, I'm not going to pretend like I've never been a little gatekeepy when it comes to my favorite things. Everyone has done it at some point in their lives. It's just natural to do it. But some people are a little more dickish than others. And yeah, it's very much shown through Artemis and, and uh, Parzival. They kind of, like, the, the first conversation is just Artemis being like, Oh, you're not as much of a gunter as me because I know more than you and then I know all this stuff. And we all, like, they basically just start challenging each other on the knowledge to show who's the bigger fan. So, yeah, it's like, okay, uh, it's, that's pretty accurate. I've seen that happen a million times in terms of, you know, <laughs> seeing people interact or when new people try getting into the thing and the old fans are like, 
Like, you don't like it the same way I do. You don't enjoy it the same way I do. So you're wrong. So stuff like that. I do I do see that. And it's natural. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to go into it like why gatekeeping's toxic. It's just going to happen. I don't give a shit. But, yeah, I do think they got that pretty right in that video game movie. So, um, <laughs> yeah. On, at the end of the day, I probably won't really watch this again. I think this will probably be my last time. Maybe if I ever put it on, like, the background, just for, like, you know, sound in the background. Because it's not an awful movie. Don't get me wrong. I don't hate this movie. I don't think it's the worst movie ever. I just think, you know, there's a lot of stuff that really dates it. Uh, a lot of stuff that can really bring it down. Especially since the story's not a horrible idea. Especially since it's not that far away than where we could be heading. Where people are just, you know, done with the world's problems. So they just chill out in a, in a virtual video game. Because that's kind of what we're doing right now. Like, someone just bought property next to Snoop Dogg in the virtual world for like... It was either like thousands or like a few million dollars. Which is ridiculous. So, yeah. This movie is a 5 out of 10. It's an average movie. Uh, yeah, it's, it's pretty much all the same. It's just it's pretty average. It's nothing nothing great, nothing horrible. It's just there. It's an okay movie. It's not bad. It's okay. So yeah, I hope you enjoyed this review. If you did, I've reviewed a whole bunch of other movies. So if you want to go check that out, I highly appreciate it. Also, you know, drop a follow. That way you get a notification when I, you know, whatever you're streaming me through. I just got recently added to Amazon Music. So yeah. If you're interested in that, you know, drop a follow. That way, anytime I post, you get a little bloop. Also, uh, I've been streaming on Twitch. I have a Twitch now. Uh, DR underscore Quacker 66. Drop a follow on there. That way, you know, when I stream and if you want to get to know me and see me play like, goof around in video games, that's where you can find me. Uh, I'll try and I try, I try to stream semi-regularly, so that's why you should follow. That way you get a little bloop when I'm, when I'm live streaming. So, thank you. And please stay tuned from the words from our Oh, so thank uh, at least I'm so thankful for Viking Fitness, so please stay tuned. Let's face it, we all drop hundreds of dollars on shit that hasn't done much good. When was the last time you spent just $225 and you actually profoundly changed your life? Answer, most likely never. Well, if you want your chance, here it is. If you are out of shape and have said more times you can count, I need to do something about this. This is opportunity knocking. You have approximately 3,640 weeks in your lifetime. 16 spent wisely can make whatever you have left better than you could have imagined. Get in or back in shape with expert guidance from a certified and experienced professional trainer. No crash diets, no bulk shit, just results. Visit www.vikingfitnessnh.com, mention Dr. Quackers, and get 10% off your, your custom fitness plan. Again, that's www.vikingfitnessnh.com. Thank you.